0: To three, come with me, and you'll be in a
1: world of do, re, me, fasolati, do. You have found Daniel Donato's lost highway. Yeah!
2: That lost highway. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. The Lost Highway Podcast continues, episode 37. Last night, I watched a documentary called My Octopus Teacher, and I was made aware of a concept once more that my friend John Osborne of Brothers Osborne made to me, actually on our first podcast, uh, episode one, is that uh, don't take all this too seriously. Uh, Understand your place in life. So if, if you're a musician, understand that you're simply a musician. Uh, there's a whole cacophony of sensory experience that is happening on this planet that we are just simply not aware of. Um, This documentary is astounding. You have to go watch it. I'm not going to tell you everything about it, but I'm going to tell you what I took away from it. Is that one, love exists in exponential amounts of mediums of expression that are beyond our uh, mortal comprehension. uh, Just so sincerely real. And then two, if you pursue a passion... Uh, based out of curiosity with truth and consistency you will yield the wonders of nature and the magic of the universe within your results um and you can get very non-abstract quantitative results which are very crucial to have a consistent and persistent pursuit of of a solid potential every day but then two you can also get these abstract meta concepts that come from your pursuit that will lead you into new ideas of discovery and new ways of thinking which are all about it right if you're not growing you are shrinking um something i've been thinking a lot about lately in regards to music is the concept of simplicity and i heard one of my favorite songwriters, uh tom t hall talk about um when he's writing and he was coming up with his ideas for his songs or things would hit him personal articles in his life he said his job was to relate to not create but to relate so relate not create that's really heavy i think that implies that you lean on fuels that are not based on your ego intuitively so you're not trying to be too extravagant in the things that you're saying and portraying and you're actually trying to lean towards more of the cliches more of the formalities um because in truth in essence most things have been said most things have been played and most beats have been beated. uh if that's even a a, a accurate verb for this setting and man i think it's a real thing and That's something I've been thinking about. Thinking about just leaning on simplicity. Leaning on where does the music want to go? Where does the story want to go? Lean on simplicity. There are many years with my guitar playing and my songwriting where I haven't wanted to lean on simplicity i would actually turn away from a direction based off because i would it'd would be too cliche or it would be too predictable but really all we have time for in life is exploitative enjoyment uh very few points in life are we are we really investing time to go and explore you're not going to like go to mcdonald's and be like you know what put a whole different kind of sauce in that big mac and and, and, and don't do fries let's play brussels sprouts today You'd be like, my god, you're like, literally what you expect is is no more. And I think the same thing has, happens with music to some degree. Music isn't fast food, but music is a, a simple and tried-and-true concept, melodically speaking. Like, look at Pasha Bell's Canon in D. That's simply four chords, and people are always comparing pop songs that are, to, like, Canon in D. And let us not forget the most viral guitar video of all time, which was Canon in D, right? Bigger than any John Bayer's slow dancing in a burning room solo video. And it's like those four chords are the most simple chords. I think there's something to look into when you react to something based off of it being too simple and predictable. I think what that might be, because I'm only seeing this within myself now, is that this is my ego not wanting to quite surrender to what I know really works for most people to enjoy and consume. So for all the creators out there or the people who are, maybe trying to decipher more of their taste and understand more of who they are, I think leaning into simplicity, leaning into an understanding that is not of your own but of a greater consciousness that's already been agreed upon, that's bigger than you, leaning into that force is a wise move. Nashville itself is in a very interesting place right now. I've been living here for over a decade, and the thing that I'm seeing a lot are uh, there's an emergence of artists that are being persistent to staying true to who they are and not really trying to conform based out of like fear that they won't be successful or anything like that my friends joe fortner and ryan nelson are artists that are leaning into who they are uh Job has a voice that only one human on this earth really has it's it's an astounding an instrument. And the way that Ryan Nelson writes songs and gathers his life experience and puts it into music is very much so in that tradition of country music and American music, where it's just honest and, and true to who that storyteller is. And I'm always tipping my, tipping my hat to people who are staying true to who they are and are betting on the long term that that is actually the, the run for success. And so... This is us, two good friends of mine, two artists I really respect and collaborators in which we've written several songs together, very much so informally hanging out here at the Cosmic Country Cottage, talking about country music, talking about our life, talking about Halo, football, all kinds of shit. Hope y'all enjoy it. around on some Halo recently? Are y'all playing that?
0: <laughs> no. No, I have been played Halo in forever, dude.
2: If you
3: want to catch a loss, catch us on Rocket
2: League, dude.
0: That's where we're at. Catch what? us on Rocket League. Rocket yes. League.
2: What is that even?
0: <laughs> you never played Rocket League?
2: Wait, wait, wait. That's not like that song. Would you hand me that Yes,
0: pipe? it is yeah. exactly. the hand me that,
2: that pipe, that corn cob, and then hand me yes. that, that cannabis. Oh Yeah, yes. dude. We're going to get
0: this going off yes all right indeed
2: um I, so listen I'm being dead serious here the last time I played a video game that I owned yeah. was probably 2011 because right. when I started getting real serious about guitar I sold all my shit.
0: right right I have I like, we, we yeah. like we play like we played that game like I don't even he plays some call of duty I don't even play video games really I don't have a console or nothing so I don't I'm just either, like
3: man I don't have patience for video games like you don't kind of lighter. Uh Yeah Ryan does I don't have patience For video games You know
2: Ryan and that Ray's Rowdy's got that lighter Yeah Yeah, yeah. So Are y'all all Living together right now
0: No I live like right down The street from him and Nick Okay Like a mile away
2: Okay How long have you been Down here
0: I've been here six years Holy shit In the same house
2: You haven't moved once I have moved How's that possible Do you own it
0: no, it's been renting it. Well, and like me way. and the landlord, the landlord's a Florida guy. I'm from Florida. He's from Florida. I
2: was born in Florida.
0: Where are you really? I
2: was born in Bradenton, Florida.
0: No way. Yeah, that's cool. It's yeah. pretty over there. I've been over there.
2: Uh, man, I don't remember any of it.
0: Yeah, it's it's real nice and beachy there.
2: How many? So I know Tennessee is like. Haven't grown up here. There's three distinct parts of Tennessee. Right. Right. Is Florida like that?
0: Absolutely so.
2: Right, and Georgia's like
0: that. I think it's more two two big parts. Yeah, two. I would say two big.
3: Well, you could say Atlanta's its own thing. Atlanta it's is definitely yeah, Atlanta is its own thing. With Atlanta, Atlanta's I think thing. you have North Georgia, South Georgia, and Atlanta.
0: I think you're right. I think you're yeah. right. A lot of people divide it into just oh, like he's North Georgia, he's South Georgia, but like North Georgia, you're by Atlanta, and North Georgia, you're not by Atlanta, are yeah. entirely different things yeah. Yeah. for oh, yeah. sure.
2: That's what Brent Cobb was telling me.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But it's it's a wild it's a stark difference in Georgia too for sure yeah i would um, say i
2: would say but florida's have, even crazy florida well
0: florida. we have a different country in our state you probably, see what i'm saying that's what
2: i'm saying like, man. when you, you get to south
0: s- america i mean sorry when you get to south florida it's like almost more akin to being in latin like american islands or in south america like it, it's it's got that thing going on it's it's very latino you speak spanish if you, if you don't speak any spanish down there i, I doubt you're from there you, you know speak I mean? spanish Oh man, really poorly.
1: Oh, <laughs> really
3: poorly. Oh,
2: damn.
0: <laughs> you know? I
2: never got why we had to get so good at Spanish in high school and then never use it.
0: Never right, use it. Right, right. I think yeah. it's just for making your mind more eclectic or something.
2: Bullshit, though.
0: I yeah. that. Yeah. Especially when you teach it like shit. Yeah. And it's always some old yeah, lady I, I, who's I like, all right, turn in your textbook to page 45 where we're going to learn about why we say the conjugations. And you're like, oh, <laughs> That was honestly I hate really this lady. good. That
2: was great. That was a great old lady teacher
0: who's really like dumb with her career. Yeah. yeah, how, you, how you like that? so fast. That years. was my actual Spanish teacher was that lady. Yeah. Like, she was exactly <laughs> like that. And it was... Man, it was terrible. <laughs> I didn't learn shit about speaking Spanish yes. from that. Dude, I,
3: I learned more Spanish roofing than anything. I tell you well, right. Yeah.
0: We for just for me, it was construction, dad. my dad, he's a construction yeah. guy. Like, you oh, know, how, how the Mexican guys around, they're talking all the time. So you start yeah. to pick so up, like, what yeah, different Spanish. things. And you're like, oh, okay, okay, that means this, obviously. Yeah. And oh, whatever. Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: My friend JD, so uh, he's another singer-songwriter, JD Clayton, and uh, he moved here from Arkansas with his wife, and he's 25. And um, his shit got rocked right when COVID started, so he had to start getting into construction, doing landscaping, and doing both things. And man, he says everyone speaks perfect Spanish.
0: Oh yeah, it's big. You
2: gotta learn how to speak Spanish and do that.
0: You you pretty much like, do, yeah.
2: That's the crazy. I feel like in life, like you have to actually get out in the field and do shit in order to really know it. Like anything I've ever learned in school that I never life never challenged me with,
0: mm-hmm. right?
2: I don't really remember.
0: You don't retain it because it has no use. Yeah, it, yeah.
2: What's the use? of So it's like, why are we learning? Like, why are we not learning how to like find our passion, like write songs, or, or like practice guitar, or, like yeah. how to like network with people? Like, You're right? Teaching me Spanish.
0: Yeah, it's it's very strange. I think it's outdated.
2: It's a little outdated.
0: You know, and it was it was developed in a more like utilitarian sort of mindset in American history. Oh, how so? Well, just the when when the public education system was really developed, we're like. Across the nation, people were going to publicly funded schools on a regular thing. Like now, you could get arrested for like not letting, like not having your kid in school, truancy. Truancy. So like, yeah. By the time that system, like the public public education system, was put together, the the like mindset in America was
2: that's there if y'all want it.
0: At least for the at least for the like the people who were making the education system was a utilitarian mindset of like. You know the most good for most people. Like mm. Fall in line to your job. Like we work at factories. We do this and that. Like know how to do your job well. Right. And get it early. And and like yeah. know know a little bit about a lot of things so, somewhat or what you think you know like a little bit.
2: Did y'all go to college? I did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I did, did, did you too? I did too yeah.
2: I didn't went to college. No.
3: Yeah. No. I went to college. What y'all go for? Uh, I was in environmental science major so really big big outdoors guy i miss it a lot for Whoa. sure i don't get to do that stuff anymore why well it's a, we're a little far from whitewater kayaking and stuff things that i got into we got some hiking around here i go out to cane creek falls and stuff yeah. sometimes but i mean
2: you know taylor mccall no taylor it was a uh, he was a fishing instructor out in montana mm-hmm. and he's from north carolina just great at it yeah just uh fly fishing
3: Oh, that sounds
2: awesome! Moves here now. He's writing
0: songs.
3: Yeah, I
2: wish i never fish though.
0: That's not. That's I wish like I was good I at around. it. It looks yeah, so yeah. fun, dude. It looks hard awesome. as fuck. It does. It's, it's so much. Like fishing where I'm from, Florida, we just throw we just throw something that's like you know like a shrimp or like or like something we just <laughs> yeah. caught and oh, we well, just kind of chop yeah. it up and like throw it on the hook. We throw it out and we just set the pole down at a pole holder. And you wait for that thing to start bobbing. Come on back. It might it might take twenty five minutes. Yeah. It might it it's might okay. happen in two minutes. It might happen in twenty minutes. That's how it, goes. it might happen in thirty minutes. Yeah. And we're just leaving it out there. If it took you thirty minutes, you probably got something stolen off your hood. So yeah. you might want to re- you know try it out, but like it happens. You know you you sit it out there for a while and then everyone just drinks beer and talks. Yeah. I grew Ain't up I grew up on a river too. You so. know, okay. so the, the I idea you grew of,
3: up on a river too. I guess yeah, yeah I, for sure. My but river's the, different than his. Where brother. he's at,
0: that that water flows and stuff. They yeah. got to actually like get out there and like hold the pole we're the whole time and fishing. fish. Yeah, we're bass fishing, right. cat fishing, that
3: kind of. thing. Y'all ever thing. noodling? You know any uh, noodlers? Uh, yeah, not really, no. There are some crazy people who are yeah. going noodling. Alabama, you, I mean, you follow a hand of bear. I just kind of am scared to shit. put
0: my hand in a damn turtle's yeah, I mouth mean, and get, get my hand bit like, off. Dude, Come if
3: on you down. get a snapping turtle, you're losing something.
0: I'm sad. You're That's you're what I'm you're saying, man. Sure sure you are. What it is. You're it's going to take big. a piece of your hand off <laughs> your body. <laughs> or something else. That's what they're born to. Turtles
2: are so much older than humans. Like, they know what they're doing. They're gonna bite something off like they're born to. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah,
3: That's literally how they get their food, though you're sticking your toe. When you watch them chop,
0: dude, at like an onion or a potato or something, you see them fucking. It's like, it's like, dude, dude that's what would happen you to your You grab them with
3: your feet, man. You grab them with your feet. That's what you talking about? Thing. You grab them with your feet, dude. That's how you noodle. You grab them with your feet. No, I you thought it was your... arm.
0: No no, 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 no. They're sticking no. their hand up in some of these cabbage holes where no, no, they're like digging no, up they like, like also, that.
3: They also get their body in there, dude, and grab them with their feet what and pull them out. What are you talking about? You know what Well, noodle?
2: You
0: seen the old oh turtle man? He was catching the turtles with his
3: feet.
2: So you're talking about traditional noodling versus modern noodling.
3: I don't, I mean, I guess there's, it just depends on how deep the hole is, or if you got a cage too, because they make cages where they just, you know, go out there, or boxes, I mean, where they pre- basically create them a home and then they do go in and get them, you know. So, or it depends on how deep the hole is. If you got to put your whole body in there, I've definitely seen lots of footage. <coughs> People sticking their whole body in the side of a bank.
0: No
2: way.
3: <laughs> and grabbing them with their feet. I'm like, no. no.
0: Uh,
3: uh, I am not doing. Well, that. I mean, there's... these these things make me money. I don't want them chopped off. You know, like I don't want these. That's
0: what I'm do. saying. Yeah, like, I can't for, get. I can't get hurt. I can't without. hurt my hands any more yeah. than I already have. I'm like, I'm done hurting my hands. I can
3: limp around on stage, but not my hands. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, my. right. You can you can sit in a chair if you broke your foot or something, but yeah. you you can't like not be able to play. Yeah. Scary. Yeah, I'm not
2: fucking it. No, I don't fuck with yeah. it, you I started sleeping with these uh, as a little life. I like these like life experiments. Like I don't know, just trying things for like four weeks and yeah. I so I got these uh, CBD gloves. that I sleep on when, like when I go to sleep. <clears throat> they're really interesting. Yeah. And they have CBD like infused in them and something. They're just tight enough to where you can feel something's on, but you can't really. And it when I wake up, man, there's like a nimbleness to my entire, almost my whole second half of my arm i wonder
3: if you're like if it's just wild. the tightness makes blood flow to go to your hands or something or i
2: wonder light. what it is i don't know anything That's about it we're doing good. a cosmic country cbd Whoa. so i've been totally <laughs> experimenting with all like what are the ways we like have cbd involved in our lives like it turns out people like do it with their pets turns yeah. out people do it with everything topicals and like I've seen
3: a lot of soaps hand <clears throat> soaps in bathrooms and bathrooms
2: the stuff, bath and salts like what are you talking about yeah it's insane. So the, the gloves are cool, man. And just because I'm that neurotic about protecting my hands, yeah. like...
0: So it really, it really does, like, it goes right through the pores, like, as easy as it does if you were to, like, smoke a CBD, like, hemp cigarette.
2: Right. So it does different things to your body in, in ways that you take it in differently. Got so, you. like, Charlotte's Web uh, is a story, and I'm a fucking, I'm a dumbass, so I don't know 100% what I'm saying <laughs> at any given moment in time. Yeah. Uh, it's so true. <laughs> I'm going to hit some whiskey. Oh, brother, hit some of that Four Roses right there.
3: Dude, let's go.
2: You got the Razor Alley hat and the, the, the sweatshirt. Dude,
0: yeah. I've just been wearing this every day because I'm just a cold Florida boy. Like, if it gets, like, below 70, I'm, like, I'm freezing. I'm like, no. The
3: weather is well, still, like, we're, we're about I've
0: to been hit. living in a hoodie. Honestly, I might take it off. I, I got a cool shirt, so I'm going to wear it.
3: Yeah, boom. I was gonna give you a shirt. Oh, I got one at the house. I think it's like a Smokey the Bear says, like "Keep it green" or something. Oh, perfect. Uh, that's way your style. Yeah. It's I'm way too fat for it,
2: though. I'm <laughs> <laughs> You don't hit me as a fat guy. You just hit me as a large guy.
0: I'm thick, man. He's thick. What? <laughs> like what? What? what He's an old lineman, man. What's He's your, a lineman. Yeah, did you
2: play football? Like, what's did, your size? Man. Like, what? What? What are you?
0: <sighs> I
2: was
3: uh <clears throat>
0: Very, I stopped very growing.
3: small with a big heart. I mean, oh, like, holy!
0: Shit. <laughs> well, no, you got to be, like, be real tall. You Got to be real tall, man. You and he's like 6'1", six one, six. Foot, I'm six oh,
3: foot. Yeah, you can't. You can't teach height, man. That's all right I gotta right. Teach,
0: you know, you got to be like six five, six six on the on the O line. Yeah. So. What's that like? But if you're, you're a block like Joe, like?
3: What's man, what I like should have done was long snapping. Honestly, and I just I just didn't do long snapping. I could have. I think, uh, gone to college for long snapping and maybe gone further. Um, and not gotten hurt, tore my hamstring and stuff. So come on. Um, yeah, I mean, but I wanted to hit people. So I really, really, really liked just hitting people. When you're
0: built like a block like this guy and you come around the edge on somebody it doesn't matter if you're not 6'5". five. You're gonna fucking mow them over if you're if you're like playing yeah, the way he plays. It's right. all about leverage, you know? yeah. man. It's all about leverage. It's all about leverage. And once being learn, smaller kind of helps with leverage. Once you Why learn that? good
3: technique too, you know.
0: Low man wins. Yeah, low man wins. Man.
3: What's low man wins? There's, There's a lot low, of wisdom low, to low, be low man wins. When two okay.
0: people hit each other, okay, the person who gets lower yeah. in that hit is gonna drive the other person up with leverage, and they're gonna get shot off the hit. And the person that's lower is gonna go through right. the hit.
3: That's why leg strength is so important in blocking. Right, right.
0: And and also like. So almost being his size kind of helped be like the job he was doing, pulling around uh, the
3: edge. My job was to be on the line and then pull usually. What's pull? Which means. He gets a running start. I I would get a running start and run behind the line. And block come out the, the other side, side of, of the it, line. and so like basically surprise someone and go. The first person, that, the first person that sees the guy with the ball.
0: Yeah, like I, I was
3: blocking a lot of defensive ends, linebackers, corners. Sometimes on, on bigger right sweep plays or whatever. Because I was I was faster too. You know, I had a little bit of speed. How'd you train speed? Um, a lot of ladders, uh, <clears throat> short sprints, <clears throat> just agility workouts, uh, calves. You know, a lot. I played soccer uh, all through Whoa. high school, and I really helped my footwork a lot. Wow! Yeah. Whoa. So I played soccer year round, pretty much.
2: Is there a difference mentally between those two sports?
3: I would say soccer is a lot tougher than people think it
0: is. It's oh, like wow. longevity game. You have to be able to continue yeah, to play. It's mental, just it's a
3: very mental game.
0: For physically sure. taxing,
3: and right. and it's it's, it's more physical yeah. than people think it is. Oh
0: yeah. And, is it really?
3: Yeah. I would Why say is so. that? People, you know like as you're well, literally fighting like you're keeping the only thing keeping the ball from the other person is your body most times
0: yeah yeah and people so can do really ugly things that you don't that you like necessarily see. see yeah right but there's a lot of you know ugly things that can and injure and you and moves, hurt you yeah. where you can't play the rest of the game because you got injured on a little like oh it looks like he bumped him and then like no nah, the dude like you know poked the guy in the eyeball dude like you know when it wasn't looking or like the things people do diving it's into your ankles sport, trying to break your ankles and shit wow oh yeah, yeah. whoa wow. yeah. there's a lot of that so in that way it is just as aggressive as football mm-hmm. Wow, people yeah, get I'd, tore I'd, up yeah, yeah. it's just like i'm not allowed to hit you from from here up right but anywhere here down oh, i got you and that's even more dangerous. that's that's the part that you don't That's want to get hit in. Real. You'd rather your core take the hit, you know?
3: Yeah, dude. Yeah, when you're going up for headers or anything, catch a lot of knees to the thighs or to the ribs or. Whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely, nasty, dude. It's pretty nasty. I enjoyed it. Though. I love soccer. It's. Fun. I was like, I was actually excited every single day for soccer practice. I don't know why, but it was just like one of those things. I was just stoked to play it every time I played it. There's
0: a lot of finesse in it too, you know. Of course, there's a lot of yeah. finesse in it, and I was
3: yeah. always a technique guy. So, you know, you
2: were a technique uh,
3: guy. Yeah, in football, you know, what practice.
2: does that mean?
0: I just was really
3: like I took technique very serious because I knew I wasn't very tall. Well so that was gonna be my advantage.
0: And everybody that plays mm-hmm. O line as a technician, I'd say every single per- you can't play that position if you don't yeah. think like that. It's just one of those. Well
2: Well you recognize your weakness and then you like you said, uh, okay, so you can't teach height, right? You're yeah. six foot. And dudes in, in football, what, six foot? Six foot I mean the line, six seven. At,
3: at the lowest, like maybe six one, six two. What's six the tallest three? dude out there? Six five, six six, six seven.
0: That is a large... Oh, it's the biggest dudes on the field, yeah. you know.
3: Usually your centers are shorter, guards get a little bigger, tackles are your biggest guys, left tackles usually your biggest guy.
2: Right. How would you
3: have camp- a right-handed quarterback?
2: Would you say you're a good player?
0: You did. You just pull up your highlight reel. <laughs> it's no like the play after play after play of him just annihilating some dude <laughs> coming around on a pulling block. Just I fucking my
3: matches, blowing you know, I dudes off the ball,
0: dude. What? Wow. I just. I just what? was very. And I when perceptual. I played football, I played the. I was the dude that he was fucking killing <laughs> on that play because I played defense on the outside. So if it was like a sweep run. You know, I didn't play against Job, but, like, when I did play, it was a kid that, like, was built like Job doing that job. And I'm the guy that's, like, scrawny as fuck. I'm, like, six foot, but I'm scrawny.
3: Yeah. So I played
0: played defensive back. Like, that's the smallest guys on the field. So there's instances where the biggest guys on the field straight up square up to the smallest guys on the field and straight... Throw you like ten feet. That's, that when, makes that's when they go for
1: the knees, dude. They go for the knees.
0: Yeah, that, then yeah. you you're tall. Like when you play Bob like yo hit them low, dude. Yeah, Take hit them, them low, out, dude. They they they're not gonna. Yeah, you're on defense. You can do it. You know. Right, right. So they just got at that point dive, and then it kind of neutralizes the play. But you didn't do anything in that play. Like they took you out of the play. Yeah. You know right. that's their job. So even if it ends neutral, if I, if I dive low at them and they have to dive over me. To not get hit. That's, but that's, they they did their job because I didn't do anything.
3: That's where that good footwork comes in handy. Oh, though. right. Because they can one-step you. Like, they can juke you out or, you know, the, when you're going down in the open field, open field blocking is like a very, like, you. his job is to get around you. Your job is to right. Stop. keep him from getting around you. And yeah. it's like, they can one-step you. If, you're, if your agility is not there, they can juke you out. and. You know,
0: get right past you. And well. But I think the there's way. a connection to all that with music and, like, the disciplines or whatever. Yeah. People who do disciplines are good at picking up other disciplines. And any kind of sport like that is a, you're doing a discipline as you learn it. And then you're being asked to do a job that's very specific to your body type and whatever in that, in that world. But that you're being asked to do this job. And then you get really good at that job, you become a technician at it. Mm -hmm. And so then you're getting – and then you're like, okay, well, I want to be this musician. Like you're playing guitar in your room and you like have the same like technician mentality. I think some of the – also
3: the simplicity in practicing in football where you go to practice Mm -hmm. for a week or two and do the same thing every day. You learn – you're like, coach, what am I doing the same shit for over and over? And I think you learn that like sometimes simplicity like gets you to your like you know perfection possibly. So like when you're working with music directly – you know, practicing the same things over and over again, and like being persistent while you're doing. I think that translated a lot for me. You know,
2: man, does does it still? So is it something where you're doing? Yeah, like,
3: I'm still, uh, still, still doing. It. I mean, I'm I'm releasing a, a, a
2: mixtape. You did it all from your room. Yeah, that's insane.
3: And I learned I learned how to play some stuff. Learned how to mix, how to record. So
2: wait, you recorded and you mixed everything on the yeah. on the new project. That's insane. Yeah. Is that your first time doing that? Yeah. Man, did you... So, coming out of playing football, I guess both y'all. So, I started... I was wrestling from kindergarten all the way up until when high school right started. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started taking music real seriously thing. I realized I was no longer good. Yeah. But for a good while there, that's all I did. All I did was wrestle. So yeah. first time I... Man, ever uh, was in a room full of people was wrestling. Just me and one other dude out there wrestling. Yeah. But well, we were children. But still, it's like... That idea of performing and mm-hmm. the idea of there being this pressure on it—it's like, man, either yeah. mean, you've done the work oh, yeah, or you haven't yeah. done the work, and there's no hiding behind that.
3: Right. I feel like music's really, yeah, like owning, that. owning up to what you know, like a Ownership. vulnerable side of yourself.
0: You know, like. the performance yeah. aspect of both is the thing that ties them yeah. together, and it, it's even in business because we are both in an entertainment business. Like sports is a, is an entertainment business, mm-hmm. just like music is. Mm-hmm. So we're 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 actually like kind of like tied in this thing way deeper than we all think you know and they use music in sports like at games to build atmosphere and there's music like the players are dancing and like you know there's always music involved halftime shows there's always so we're we're closely tied you know
2: you can always find that similarity the thing that astounds me is like how do we make all of this work when we really just do like certain things really well like there's a dude who mixes a the song. There's a dude who produces the song, right? And there's a person yeah. who writes it, or uh, maybe three. And there's a, a, a artist that sings it, and there's a man that plays it. And you contribute to all these pieces in really wonderful ways. Right. Yeah, it's astounding,
0: man. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. It's it's pretty damn crazy, especially growing up. We're in a place where there's not like an industry for it, and like everyone, you either you either are, are DIY entirely or you don't exist. Like where I'm, like where we're from. Yeah. If you're right. not by the business, you you can't you have to just kind of you have to make the thing, you have to think of the thing, make the thing, you have to like promote the thing, you have to do all the things that are involved in it. And like yeah, then yeah. you come here and you see like right. wow, there is like a way to make like an actual humongous business out of this. Mm-hmm. And you can get mm-hmm. involved in it mm-hmm. like if you're around here and you see how it works, you get involved rather quickly if you if you like, if you like to. And that's a, that's a huge thing that can allow somebody who's just like, man, I'm, I'm really great at playing bass mm. and I want to make a career of that. Mm. How do I do that? Right, I'm going to move to Nashville. Screw it. Then also, this dude's making a literal career playing bass and having the most fun and playing the biggest venues and the coolest studios and like, <clears throat> that just doesn't exist like in so many places. So no. it, Nashville's like an anomaly in that way, you know?
2: I think it'll stay that way. I hope so. Yeah.
0: I, you would you would hope I so. I, I I like the there's been a definitely a downsizing movement since like the recession and people not buying records. Mm. Like the downsizing. I guess. When you say recession, what do you mean? Like the of the of '08 and up to 2012 ish. Mm. Like how just down everything about. was it's for like
2: record sales this year like surpassed. <clears throat> um, surpassed uh first time in cd sales they uh, vinyl sales surpassed i think since the
0: 80s -80s. really yeah vinyl sales surpassed cd sales yeah telling you cd the cd game is is you know all but kind of forgotten at this voice,
2: especially in america
0: yeah especially
2: for certain dramas but not in country though so
0: much yeah you You can can sell sell cds for sure that's i definitely still (laughs) sell cds like you know it's it
2: people
0: like to have something physical Oh, that's right that's right
2: okay. now until you get that Tesla there's no CD player in that Tesla <laughs> would you ever fuck around and drive an electric electric truck hmm. none of my friends say they'd be down for that but I, I think not, saw the new Hummer
3: home. that was electric though It's pretty interesting
2: they got, why are you doing an electric Hummer what's the point of that how I many batteries like, do you need for that
3: I, I, would, I definitely wouldn't buy it unless that was like my I don't know. I'd have to have a lot. I mean,
0: of it seems if like Elon... If someone gave it to me, yeah. I'd drive Elon <laughs> Musk has a lot of... Uh, so, yeah, I would
3: definitely drive around if somebody gave it to me.
0: <laughs> Elon Musk has a lot of faith in his electric motors. He thinks that they're quite powerful. And he's even built that semi-truck. I don't know if you saw his like, semi-truck truck. model that he did. Yeah. I mean, if you're making a semi-truck motor, then you, you're you finding some significant power there. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't think it like makes a truck any less. It might even make a truck more powerful. Have you, you know seen what I it,
2: mean? When it when it out pulled the Ford F one hundred and fifty?
0: That's what I am saying. Like out,
2: Forded the Ford.
0: Right. It might be even crazier. Like it, it might the, be the, the thing craziest for me thing, thing ever. The range, the range at which you
3: can drive them, it's very low. 400s, mm-hmm. I think miles. Not, and very not long. even, not even that much. Really? Some of them are like 200, 250.
2: two hundred and fifty. That'll get
3: so, up on you though, living in Nashville. You know, like. It's, but if you had to travel outside of Nashville, like no, oh, yeah, gosh, I, you'd have to find a, a charging station every two hundred miles, <sighs> the and then you'd have to wait, way. like. 20, 30 minutes every time. It's like and are
0: you gonna find that in the middle of West, gonna, west yeah, Texas not or Arizona? Florida, Florida, Florida. No, no, Wichita Falls. Yeah, you probably won't find that so, shit. Well, yeah. Dude, that was so scary. I was driving out there by Grand Junction or whatever, and I like I passed the town. I was like, Oh, I have enough gas to get to I can't remember what town it was. I was way, way, way out in like central west Texas, whatever. And I didn't re- like. I'd never been out that far, and I didn't realize that at a certain point, dude, it drops off where it's like sixty miles between towns. Like, and I'm like driving, like, oh damn, I didn't think about that, huh? Then my I see my gas like going to empty, and I'm like, <laughs> oh shit, dude, I'm literally gonna be stuck on the side <laughs> of highway in West Texas with <laughs> no my, like one car passes you every twenty minutes or That's something. That's real. It's oh, like, man. wow.
2: That is a Guy Clark-ism. That That scared
0: the shit out of me. But I ended up making it on fumes to a pilot station that I found out there. It was like a godsend. I was like, oh, but you know what? Those people out there, a bunch of cattle ranchers driving by with their big trucks and trailers, they would definitely help you out. They'd be like, that could be a cool
3: song fumes. Nobody take that.
2: I like fumes.
0: On fumes? Yeah, you like that? (laughs) <laughs> he's like nobody take that. <laughs> I sideswipe your ass. Yeah, you take that dude. top line. Yeah, dude. Made it to Grand Junction on Fuse That's pretty. Man, crazy.
2: that is nice. That's really nice.
0: Yeah.
2: that's beauty. Man, man, who just um just passed away was uh, I don't know if you guys listen to him at all was Billy Joe Shaver.
0: Yeah, I heard about that. Um, man, that's wild. I, I know. I man, you guys
2: dug in any of his work?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I I did. One of my buddies was a big like fan of his and was like telling me about him. And he's a Texas Like my buddy's in Texas So he kind of like Told me the story about him Or whatever And he was kind of like This legendary figure That I guess Like Didn't get the love That he maybe deserved
2: if You got that Four Roses In that uh, In that Cafe bustello coffee
0: Oh No 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 No, I, no I, Dude I, don't. I might want to try that Dude, That's beautiful man. Yeah yeah did. it Damn God. Didn't Billy Joe Shaver Write some like Enormous songs though
2: yeah, he wrote a couple big songs that
0: he didn't like. He didn't sing the. He didn't
2: have the big cut on him. He had right, a lot of Waylon cuts.
0: Right, right, right. That he wasn't singing. That's what I thought.
2: Like Tales from the Tour Bus. Have you all ever seen that show? That Mike Judge mm-hmm. series.
0: Yeah. You gotta check out. Very good.
2: Have you seen that? Yeah, he's right. in it
0: several times. I think yeah. I've I've seen definitely about around
2: Waylon's story. It's like
0: yeah, oh, yeah. Oh yeah,
2: come on, get that. Get in on that. Right. That's a new corn uh, corn cob pipe too. I like the way the wood hits. Way more than glass. Yeah, I'm
0: dumping this whiskey in the coffee, dude. Screw it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go. Small batch coffee, baby.
2: Weren't y'all living in Texas? Is that is that real?
0: Uh, I, I mean, I, we were never living out there, but Job was, has been out there for there probably you know, a month at, at least. whiskey time. before
3: breakfast and coffee after lunch. I don't know. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> what is that? Is that already an idea? No.
0: Our homie <laughs> Matt Nobody moved out that. there, I guess. <laughs>
2: You're coming in on it. I oh, know, dude. I'm right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we just turn our podcast into writing session.
2: That would not be the first time. That's a real thing. Hey, we did that last time.
3: <laughs> we were supposed
2: to have a podcast, me and you, and read between the headlines. Read between the headlines. Yeah, that's cool. It's a man. I can't. I can't help but like kind of ob- always be thinking of where things I'm writing come into a political view right now. Yeah. It's like it's so tense. It's so tough. It is. It's really wild. It it's is. insane. I don't even. I'm, I'm getting on Instagram just to post things. I get out. Uh, I don't even scroll. <clears throat> yeah, I haven't been. I haven't been either. I'm tired of it right now. Right. It's a tired of it. It's like a tired of. I'm just done. I'm ready for this to for us to at least agree on something.
0: Right. It's been a you know <clears throat> it's desperate times sort of thing. Mm. People are just you know. Uncertain, right. people are f- afraid. So it's just those those emotions and humans uh, give off the result of like anger and backlash toward mm. the things that they're either fearing or the things that they're whatever it is. Like, well, there's always like a uh, you know intense reaction, I guess mm. when it's this death when it's this crazy. Man, right? I thought
2: like um maybe you guys learned this. Through playing sports, I certainly did. It hit me when I was talking to my friend Scott Carlo, who was a police officer um, in East Rutherford, New Jersey, for about 13 years. That's what he did. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> he's since then retired out of the force. But he was telling me that there was such a big difference between certain cops that would react emotionally and other ones that react more rationally to a moment. And he said the main difference in that was training yeah and he's like in life right now you got to have these emotional trainings so you don't react so emotionally to everything you see you're not on everything's leash right like man it's so easy to get hooked in right now yeah it's so much that affects people's music too oh yeah that's a wild thing it is
0: well musicians are emotional creatures oh man yeah
2: for sure. it's our job also to reflect the truth of what's happening now like yeah, sure. That's what comedians do, sure. right? And musicians, I, you gotta be able to do that, like a, in a sleek, slim way. Mm-hmm. And man, it's it's definitely like um, it's a challenge to like feel like I have a lot to say right now. I don't know if you well, guys it's, feel it's, that it's, way.
0: Well, that, like that's what I like, was kind of getting crazy. at with the mu- musicians being emotional creatures. Like <laughs> we, like like a lot of the time, the reason people say oh such and such a musician said this about politics and everyone goes shut the fuck up we don't care what you have to think like to say you're like rich and you don't understand
2: i do kind of think that though like,
0: there's like that you, element of it but i think that that's because people understand that musicians are naturally emotional creatures and are more likely to judge situations on an emotional response than on a logical response yeah. you see what I'm saying? Oh wow, wow, wow! So then, then it makes right. me, even though I feel like I'm approaching a lot, like life, pretty logically. Right. Just because of my tie to what I do, I'm scared to even try to even venture there because Smart. people are like, "You're just a musician." Like, shut the fuck up,
2: dude. That is true. You know, it's like, oh yeah, let's. See but that then Instagram it's also story. our
0: job to do that kind of like for society. It's always been art's job to do that. So it's. It's kind of a tough – where's the line, you know? I think, Is there a line? What does it look like?
2: Dude, I think you have to admit that you're a moron if you're not a – like, <laughs> no one clearly knows what they're – Yeah, yeah. Right. So, like, I don't need to go on Twitter and, like, hear about – you really don't know, like, what you're talking about at all. Mm-hmm. It's like – that's a weird thing, too. I'm noticing, like, with, with, um, with this era we're in where everyone has a platform, Andy Warhol said it best – uh, and I don't really know a lot about Andy Warhol but he did say some cool shit yeah. and uh, he said one time uh, I, in like the 70s that in the future everyone will be famous for 15 minutes and it's like yeah man like I can see that uh-huh. because like everyone has a platform now especially like TikTok which like has the fastest 100 million um, user growth rate out of any other social media platform that's ever right. happened and it's like everyone's kind of <laughs> has a platform where they think that People want to hear everything they say. And I think that can kind of like help, like, inflate narcissism in your life, which would like lead to depression. And you can see why. I just see like a lot of angry creatives right now. Mm -hmm. Like people who do art, friends of mine that, you know, own gene or make genes, and uh, people who do uh, visual, people who do music, people who do production. It's like, there's anger. And it's like, man, I think it's because you think what you say really is that important, but it might not be.
0: It might not be, man. That's the thing, and I—I I feel like to be honest with you, man, like, no, you know. I, I, like I'm not saying I'm the smartest guy ever, and I know everything that's going on, but like I studied history and poly sci type shit in college, and like that was what I was focusing on. What? Wow. So, it, and I and I was around just like some really brilliant people. So mm-hmm. even if you're not this guy, you see what that, that looks like, yeah. right? That's part of what you're paying for. What'd you study? What'd you do? I studied history. I studied American history and. Oh, you know, when you when you look at history, you look at all sorts of things. You look at you economics, at Yeah, you look at, right? yeah, you you look at patterns.
2: Side. You see any patterns in, in cycles that are happening
0: today? <laughs> That's a. I feel like a whole other podcast. But uh, you I know, think it, we got time. But it is it's like real.
2: Like a, I'm not, not going to act like, like I know.
0: But the, the things I'm not going to act like that? I know everything about this stuff. Right. But I know enough to kind of know <laughs> what I don't know. <laughs> and so many people don't know enough to know what they don't know. And the, and then the people who Typically, know the most on a subject without being like the expert who's actually the talking head. Yeah. They're usually kind of like right. they shut their fucking mouth about it, and then the people who know the least are the loudest about things a Check lot of this the time. Out. Are
2: y'all familiar with that? Uh, that that uh, who was it? I don't think it was Confucius. I hope people don't get mad at me if I get this one wrong. Um, those who speak do not know; those who do not speak know. I think is what it was It's like Well that's real Yeah Like those who do not speak Most likely know And Everyone out there Who's like Saying That they know everything And people Consumed by social media Right well, that's what they
3: the I time mean, If they don't speak you, you better assume They know at least mm-hmm.
1: or, you know, He's a, I think
2: There's a vibe to that It's just it's like fun. Man I don't see Like a lot of like uh, Artists and songwriters I love right now Like going and like Posting about the things They do know like how to write a song and like mm. how to perform on the stage and how to like convey emotion <laughs> through music. Like well, we've been stripped
0: there, like, of it sh- 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 though. We and don't now. get to like, do a lot of these things sh- that's right been now. Crazy, so it's man. then yeah. then what are we supposed to stew on, right, in our spare mm. time that we usually would spend creating a new thing for our set that we're gonna do tonight or do, you know whatever it is.
2: I think about um,
0: yeah being
3: on the road definitely. What's different mind
0: state than than oh. what's been going on for sure. Man. Yeah. when
2: you're on the road you, you can't help but focus on no more than three things
0: right you, it like, simplifies things for you and you can really t- like hone in on how to, how to do your job really well mm. and it's nice I
3: usually function better when I'm on the road me too As personally business wise everything you know so mm. uh, yeah mm. but it's been fun to create in this time and, and learn to create differently you made a I'd whole EP be, yeah I mean you have uh, I mean you know just trying to learn how to um, be that's active all awesome. during all this. Yeah, it's been, it's been fun.
2: Man, what? So what inspired that whole thing? Are you on it too, Ryan?
3: Yeah. Are you doing? Like you guys yeah, I did a little bit. Yeah, we co-produced one of the one of the tracks together. Uh, Ryan played like guitar and bass, uh, some slide guitar. Oh.
0: And that was one that we had written together too. Yeah, so yeah that's one was, that we had written it with was like uh, Troy Olson. Troy Olson. Yeah. So. Shout out Troy Olson, dude. Yeah. Come on. The Arizona cowboy, dude. Or where is it New is Mexico? New no, know, it's, it's Arizona. Is it
2: not New Mexico where he's from?
0: Is I, it New Mexico? No, I think it is New Mexico. I don't know. He's from right on the line, though. His Troy Olson's property, right like family's property, backs up to the Mexican border, I think.
2: That's beautiful. Yeah,
0: he's like a damn Arizona or whatever the Western-ass cowboy as hell.
2: Right on the lines a cool, oh, cool, yeah. cool lyric.
0: Dude, we're, we're just we're just making uh, yeah. we're just making songs right here. We need to write
3: start writing these fucking yeah. down. Yeah, but I mean Ryan Ryan has been through the studio more than me. Uh, he had more experience for sure. Like I haven't had a lot of experience, I would say. But I've seen a lot of mic placement and paid attention while mixing and things like that to what guys are doing. And you know, me and Ryan kind of worked out. That was the first song I recorded with this stuff. I well, just went to Guitar Center and bought an interface and mic. And so this was the first song we recorded. Using this stuff, and so it was a big experiment. We just—it's brave. Yeah, we went after it, and then I just continued to work on it. You know, it was so
0: cool because we like we worked on that song. We were just really stoned and just like just doing the creative thing that we like to do. We're like, right, if we're creating or writing or whatever, usually like it's like eleven in the morning. I just show up at the house. Right. We drink some coffee. Yeah,
2: you get down
0: to it. We rip the bomb. Whatever happen, whatever whether we're writing or doing that, something to record or whether it's like whatever, yeah, we just whatever it takes us. Whoa, yeah. no, uh, not like uh, it's not so structured. Like, oh, this is what we're uh, doing. Whatever, today. It, whatever it takes us. Where are all these these uh, <laughs> titles coming from?
2: Oh, dude, my are we gosh. just
0: takes
3: us, dude? Dude,
0: that's, hey.
2: <laughs> are we writing Shoot. this down? Do we have <laughs> this
3: written? I mean, we, we're recording it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We All should right. bleep out the, the titles. I'm about to say I, I know
0: like three people who are going to be writing every one of these down. <laughs> uh, this this one's induced the most titles
2: out of anyone ever. ever. I think because there's three of us in one room. I think the energy is like.
0: I
3: think we need to write a song, Dan. We're
0: on a, we're on a similar energy. I feel like us yeah. fellows.
3: Me and him write a lot. I would say. Yeah.
2: Dude, just... that's a real thing. Like energy thing. companions, like friends that yeah. that just coast with you when you're creating, doing your work. That's mm-hmm. a real thing, man.
0: It is cool because yeah. it's like we're it, you. You are feeling different every time about what you want to maybe even make or what you're trying to express or get out. Mm-hmm. It's not always like, hey, let's co-write a song. Sometimes it's just like let's barbecue some ribs and conversate about like the world, and then all of a sudden you have two guitar licks and three titles later. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, so it's I like see. it doesn't always have to be like a co-write, but then sometimes it is and they're right. like oh I, we got this idea oh there's this like title there's this lick then it's like okay we have something concrete to like go at then it's easier to like approach it like a co-write you know
2: man that is that's the realest thing so you're talking about intention right if you're talking about your intention when starting a project mm. or just like going on about just a single day of doing whatever it is you right. guys aren't so uh, so uh, rigid in your approach to the structure yeah right Well. Do you think that affected the music in a in a positive light? I think
3: so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I like uh trying to just discover new ways and new things and taking taking the time to like be vulnerable and try something new. As well. It's cool.
0: I've always like embraced like the way that I change and the way that the music changes. Right. So I've always just tried to be like in my head and like whatever the, wherever I go and whatever i'm like feeling and i'm like writing a lot of that i believe that that's happening for a reason and i'm not gonna try to like fight that so then when i have a collection of those songs that i want to record and i record those songs it's like time stamping my life for me too yeah. i can remember where mm. my head was when i made that
3: yeah i was watching the podcast. versus
0: whatever yeah whichever one of my yeah. songs or whatever i can remember the headspace and so it's like it just sort of like yeah, it helps you map your own life. I guess. Yeah,
3: I was watching a Paul Kaufman thing this morning, and he was talking about <coughs> how Willie Nelson says that he like he likes to say like he doesn't maybe have a sound, um, or Paul Coffin says he doesn't want he doesn't want to have a sound. You know, like whatever that sound was for that record was that moment in life. Like, and whatever the next thing is, the new thing. That's cool. You know, so
2: that's awesome. Right. There's not
3: really a sound. It's really like a a timestamp, or a, you know. The vibe before that, which is like where run, what running mixtape is for me. It's very, COVID. where you
0: was right then. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. It's how tell. It's, it's exactly how I feel. Like,
0: wow. you know? yeah. And when you care, then you then you get to care about it more. Yeah, man. I love. Then you get to like that that really I care about, care about, about the it. art you're making, and when people say yeah. to you, "Hey, dude, play this song that you have," you don't have to be like, "Oh, that fucking song." Yeah. <laughs> you know, wow, that's great. You're like, "Oh, I love that song." actually yeah cool mm. I'd love to play it for you
2: you gotta always at least try to love what you're doing like I that like has to be a part of the approach to like say you're gonna put your name on something and do it like the priority of loving it, it has to be real and it's like man I think with music, <laughs>
0: so many people don't get to love what they're doing it's oh, astounding if people mm. knew how many people didn't get to do what they really wanted to do they'd be stunned
2: Hmm. What do you mean by that though I,
0: I think that people are willing to totally compromise what they want for the idea of like having some fame or <laughs> yeah. getting some sort of like fast track to the wow. people love the idea of an express lane like mm-hmm. give me a break like you know everybody loves an express lane if you if you for some reason found your way onto the express lane you wouldn't bitch about it you know but then when you get on that express lane there's some stipulations that you're gonna follow mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Because right. that's part of the gig. If you want it your way and your way only, get in line for the hard way. And if you want to doable. get there quickly, get ready to give away some of what yeah. your will is. You right. know, yeah, so, so you
3: better understand what you're getting into when you're taking the hard way. You know, I think you need mm-hmm. to have, you need to have well, you need to have a good understanding, good
0: understanding of what you're getting into either way you do it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you can, it can be a either way is a crazy situation. Yeah. For sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> always it's going to be. I think that's, that's got to be everyone's life, though. It's like, yeah. I think, like, that, uh, man, there is a, re- the, like, the lost at sea feeling is the metaphor I always use. That's a real thing a lot of people feel, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, man, even, you know, people twice my age, you know, 50 plus, like, man, I'm talking to them and <clears throat> they're, like, they're definitely participating in ways where they feel just as lost. Like, the COVID years really did that to so many people. That's a real thing, man. Trying to yeah. know what you're getting into at all moments. That's that's gotta be. Well, hard and understand to
3: that life is life is a real right. thing, and, and right. you don't have control over a lot of things. You know, so
2: mm.
1: you know,
3: worry about what you can control. I feel like, and uh, find, find yeah. try to find positivity in whatever you're doing because something is around the corner that you have no idea is about to happen.
2: Always, mm. you know. I feel like. Whoa, man! Yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah. yeah, I think it's like a patience, positivity persistence that's why i say at least to myself most days always trying to stay on that kind of stay in that energy it's like whatever i'm doing like if i'm stuck in traffic and i just can kind of remind myself of this um this like similar pattern of word that i I say throughout the day like a mantra it's like whoa you know so you can kind of exist on the same vibration throughout the entire day or 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 headspace or like operating system like whatever you want to call it and man, I think that level that you exist on is what comes through music. Like, I think that's a huge part of it that speaks sure. for us that we're not even aware of is, is speaking for us in large ways. Mm-hmm. And it's this idea where it's like, man, if you can exist in a positive, like, efficient headspace throughout as much of the day as possible, then when you're, you can kind of always be playing music. Like, you can kind of always be writing songs in your head or always thinking about guitar and thinking of like, playing rhythm parts in my head we just cut a song yesterday for this uh for this fish tribute album uh to to farmhouse like one of their biggest studio albums
0: nice and they have
2: this amazing um country style song called back on the train and man for like four days like literally i'm just playing the rhythm part in my head just trying to like feel in my bones and It's wild. In track yes, your name is fun as fuck to be back in the studio.
0: Yeah, definitely. (laughs)
2: Cut it down at Sound Emporium Uh, Room V. Have you ever been there?
0: I love Sound Emporium. Did you track some songs there? We did. We did some of Jelly Roll's. Well, Jelly did his record at Sound Emporium A. I did a little writing in there with them and some performance on the album, so I was in there with them, and it was it was honestly a dream come true because I've seen Sound Emporium A like I've seen the room Mm. on several occasions. But never got to work in it. So it's my first time working in there. And I was like, holy shit, this is so cool. But also Sound Emporium B I had worked at before. And I actually, Mm -hmm. dude, the drum tones you get in Sound Emporium B, because the room is like a little bit smaller. But it's not like a super small drum room. Mm -hmm. But it's not like as wide open as Sound Emporium A. I've been in B before, yeah. Dude, the punchiest drums, the fattest, like... Roundest <laughs> drums, oh, like, yeah. in that room, it's yeah. unreal. And the ceiling's all shaped crazy right in there, so you can get yeah. this perfect, like... Oh, dude, the mites are just, like, soaking the sound up. But, it's, man, like, so good. That
2: was an observation I had yesterday. Like, so, in the studio we're at right now, man, I've been in here every day for at least... At least four hours, like, every day, since March. Like, writing and, and tracking demos in here. Mm-hmm. But to be in a room where... It was designed for music. The energy is a hundredfold different. Oh, yeah. Like, if the You're just inspired being in the mm-hmm. room where you can... The, the way that you, you're talking... <laughs> very level it's very dense noise treated it's beautiful Mm -hmm. and then you're you know you go into the vocal booth and 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 you you put on telecaster and there's like that sure like sm7 in there and you're like man we're actually doing this like it's way different than being at home and like oh yeah i feel like that affects the music too it does
0: dude it does does. so much it
2: makes it more of an intentional thing
3: yeah i've got to spend a lot of time recording things see my biggest dream was uh before this covid and before this mixtape right to go and be able to just create with as much time as I want, like mm. maybe some folks used to do back in the day. You know, just just record as long as I want and just have the ability to create and create and get different mindsets. And so, you know, I have had to, like, pay for studio time and stuff like that. And it's not as easy to do it when you're an independent artist, mm. you know, and go in and have as much time as you want in the studio. Um, but I got to do that at home. I got to experience a little bit of that, but I can't wait to maybe one day go in the studio and just, like, just be in that room be in that environment or maybe ride in there
1: and,
0: <clears throat> you know really dude I mean i learned that a lot from this whole experience with Jelly like me me and Jelly and uh, my I guess you'd say he was my manager I, I guess he's that Matt Wallace and uh, they they kind of like they sort of just started a record label and they were just like well if we're signing you I guess we gotta have a name right so they like made a, an LLC out of their their label or whatever, but I signed a deal with them. And then that led to me working on Jelly's album and being a part of the sound Emporium thing. And like, and like being around him a lot, man, he's a, he's a philosophical dude who, who knows what he's talking about a lot with this entertainment stuff. And, um, you know, he was, I always felt like setting was so big, like in my, in my own experience with Mm -hmm. creating, setting is so big, a beautiful place. It's going to affect my mood and I'm going <clears> to, <throat> I'm going to create really well in a, in a, in a cool, in a cool like place. And, mm. and it always mm. affected me so much. And, you know, then we're talking with Jelly. and I, I thought it was crazy because so many people that I was around didn't really value that all that much. They, mm. they would, they're fine to just cut stuff wherever and it didn't matter to them where I felt like it mattered so much. And then like, getting with jelly. I can tell we're like, like minded in that sense. Cause when you talk to him, he's like, Dude, setting is like everything. We we wrote in Sound of Point May. Mm. Like we were there for a like yeah. seven day period mm. writing and recording on that album. So I was in there one of the days just writing, and then one of the days like just whatever, just hanging out. But you can see it? that the process was super natural. It, like we had enough out? time. It's on Spotify? Yeah, it's on Spotify. But we had we had enough time in the studio What's it called? to really like dig in and like kind of lay back and make the What's Real the record shit? called? Yeah. Uh, the album's called Self Medicated.
3: That's cool. Yeah, it just costs so much money to to be in there, man.
0: It, it does. It, does. A- it helps to be jelly what, is what you part? know where he's at. In his oh, career. that's that guy who
2: like looks like kind of like Post Malone. Am I wrong? He's a big, he's a big dude. He's a big boy. Well, he's like a large Post Malone, right? Yeah, he's yeah. Guy.
3: He's a, he's, a, he's
2: also
1: a
3: thick guy.
2: He's a thick man. He's a how yeah. Wait, he's large, not acceptable. It's large, not
0: PC. <laughs> I would take dude. large is great no dude you know? if you ask Jelly he'd be like man I'm a fat motherfucker what are you think yeah. like <laughs> he told me one time he goes dude I feel like delivery is something I'm really good at and like making things look cool he goes shit I've made a 455 pound man look fucking cool for 10 years <laughs> I'm like yeah okay." <laughs>
2: uh,
0: he dogs himself about it I gotta get him doing? on here talking about what he's doing dude he's, he's awesome man way eclectic dude you know that you think, like, oh, this guy's a rapper, but dude, really, he knows about all sorts of kinds of stuff, and yeah. he's very well-rounded as far as how to do this business.
2: Wow, so. what a different uh, what a different kind of
0: dude. Too yeah, far- he signed a country artist. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Damn. He's just like, hey, Nelson, you're pretty good, man. We're going to sign you. I'm like, all right, bud. Hell yeah, thank you.
2: Man, I've never heard of him. I've never heard of Jelly Roll.
0: Oh, yeah, he's a Nashville guy, too. That's insane. Born and raised.
2: Oh, that's not his name, of course.
0: Yeah, his name's Jason.
2: That's such a normal name for a dude named Jelly (laughs) Roll. No one calls him Jason.
0: Jason. uh, I mean, like, to serve people, you know, people who know Uh Uh him or Well No, that's that's been cool, but really what was cool about that whole situation was, then I didn't have to feel like I was weird for giving so much of a shit about setting. Because this Mm -hmm. guy's setting the example of, like, no, make your setting cool as fuck and watch what happens. Kind of mindset, and I'm, I'm the kind of the same way. So we, at least we, we, you know, I'm, I'm trying to deal with them. We value kind of the same things, and mm-hmm. that, that's really cool.
2: Well, that's cool.
0: Yeah, it's really that's cool.
2: great. I think yeah, it's like something that I learned a lot this year, and I'm just kind of fucking around with this idea still. But it's it's really like the thing about living in Nashville is that, and I think it can be this way for like any business center of a certain like domain of expertise, but living in a city. there's a lot of people trying to win and get at the same thing it can kind of cause you to like compromise with certain parts of your identity and certain parts are good like don't be a dick you know or make (laughs) sure you call people and like let them know that you know you guys are friends you guys are cool be a kind person yeah but like man if you live in you know certain parts of nashville like you live in east nashville a lot of those people sound the same they kind of start curating. You man, you live in Midtown and Germantown, you know. Like, there's that scene as well, and it's like, I think it's all about like you just being you and finding those people who vibrate on your same level, like people. Which sounds so woo and abstract. I'm not trying to talk like that, but mm-hmm. it's like, I no, don't you're feel you're that absolutely way. right, right? You
0: know, you're absolutely right. Just and, like you attract um,
2: the people in your life that you should be working with and collaborating with. Like, if you're working hard and, and just staying true to
0: who you are. Right. Yeah. I mean, look at the class of artists that came out when you're talking like Marin Morris Brothers Osborne, uh, Casey Musgraves. Like, they were all operating on, like, a wavelength together of, like, being true to themselves, each one of them. And none of them sound like each other, and yet they all sound like themselves so well. Mm. And they were coming up in a time where a lot of the stuff was more of the manufactured, like... Midtown Sound or East Nashville Sound or whatever. Right. And they kind of had this in-betweener thing where they, like, had elements of that East Nashville, like, sort of authenticity thing and then elements of the music row commercial maybe.
2: Mm. What are your guys' thoughts on commercial, on commercial music mm. and, cu- and writing commercial music? Because I feel like country is literally the only genre that is as big as it is. And has things that are equally commercially successful like that is country like you can't say it's not and then stuff that is so not successful that is still really good
0: right like right. there's some
2: great country music yeah. that no one's heard and it's not commercial sure at all. i
0: mean you can argue that the best country music is the country music that no one's heard but Certain at the same standard, time right at the same time though commercial music is like people gravitate towards it for a reason it's it. That's there is getting, something viable there.
2: That's what I'm getting on. No, yeah. I, I respect that
0: people have different
3: tastes. You know, yeah, like, that people love something because whatever it is that they love it. You know, something they were raised on or whatever. You know, but you know, mm. everybody has different taste, and I think the internet has made so, the market so uh, expanded and like so huge that you know if you can just get to your people, right, you're gonna do just fine.
2: Do you, are you all familiar with Seth Godin? You know who that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's a marketing mind. So I, I, again, I don't know anything, but he has this book called uh, We Are All Weird and it's insane. And it's uh, like some of the bullet points that I can, like, I'm um, in this headspace, think of. One of them was the idea of not like uh, embracing tribalism, <laughs> but like you have a tribe of people who dig what you do and you can, you know, you can communicate to them in, in many different ways. And you can mm-hmm. give them music. Uh, photos, content, video, yeah. uh, all that. And it's, man, it's, that's the era we're in now where it's like you no longer get like the whole pot. You just have your slice of the pie. Like that's the Job slice. Yeah. That thick slice. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh-huh. It's real though, you know? Yeah. Man, I, I think that's a beautiful <clears throat> thing about being an independent artist is that, man, if, if you have that get up and go, there literally is nothing stopping you. Like, you there
3: isn't, man. Just like, go you do work it. hard, man, and you go. And you're a good person, you know, mm. and uh, you can understand that people are different and you're going to meet all kinds of different people mm. and you can just try to be yourself and again, be a good person and treat people the way you want to be treated, you know, it's like,
1: mm.
3: I think you can find your crowd of folks. Whoa. The world's so big, man. Oh, man. And it might not even be, be in America people. either. There are definitely people that do oh, no. better maybe overseas than they even do here.
2: Man, and so- they live
3: here, you know? It's so.
2: Yeah, we were just shipping out some vinyl here um a couple days ago i had like 300 boxes like everyone in my van wasn't able to come over to it so i'm doing it all myself and i'm like i'm very present you know mm. i realized man what a uh what a sign of um green lights you know just like keep going like you're good yeah. you know and uh man i noticed that uh there was like four records going in one box all the way to germany and uh, <clears throat> we went to Germany the first time last year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: These four boxes were going to Cologne, Germany. Cologne, Germany was where we had the least amount of people in attendance for our headlining show. There was like 26 people in this big, like, EDM German music hall. Mm-hmm. With, like, graffiti on the, the <laughs> floors <laughs> and the walls. Yeah. On the I can't
0: picture this, dude. Wow.
2: Like, That's Sound so Guy has dreadlocks, like, down to his Birkenstocks. Yeah. And it—it was—I want to say a great job. Like that's the
3: job vibe. Like, dude, I want it. to go to—I want to go to all these places. I mean, I don't—I don't know if I told you, but I mean, you inspired me to do the tour that I—I I hope to do here soon.
2: Wait, that, are right? you? How so? I just that's
1: want to insane. go
3: to—I just want to go. You know, I—I I want to continue to do opening shows if possible. But but I mean, you know, I—I I want to get started on my own thing here soon, and I want to go play for my people. Like whoever comes, like there's five people there, they're like my five people, you know.
2: Yeah. And just well, it'll be more really try to connect, you know? <laughs> that's crazy. Try to connect, you know, with he
3: he can, like, <sighs> like you guys are doing, you know?
2: Finding I mean. a connection is, is the, it's like, it's so easy to get away from the concept that that's all you need to do and keep it that simple. Yeah. But, like, there's things that are true today that will be true in five years, that will be true in 10 years, 20 years. There really, really are. Yeah. Because that's not really a long time. And these things have been truer for way longer than that. And man, finding a connection with your people, that's always so if you can do that for that's so vague, it's so macro, but man, if you can do that, I feel like you're always gonna be generating the the good stuff. You yeah, know, yeah. and all that's encompassing yeah. of it.
3: Yeah, I definitely wanna try and go overseas at some point. It's definitely a Oh wow <laughs> oh, man. I've gone out there and backpacked but- <clears throat> you know and there's such a huge market growing in australia i feel like I'm, I'm
0: you know dude i feel like you could in a lot of places you could show up with a guitar and find your way on the stages in like a heartbeat
3: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: they'd be like oh my god this american guy you know,
3: Ireland, there's a from lot of tennessee like yeah.
0: wait like this is like this c- backwoods guy yeah. like real yeah. you know that like they're playing in the streets and shit like you can find your way into all sorts of shit in Italy oh. or like France yeah. or yeah. do it you, you know can Borja just can't show actually? up in a town
2: Borja's a, a, a fellow uh, Instagram like well known guitar player and Borja <clears> literally <throat> travels he has the same pair of vans <clears> and um the same guitar and he look, he's got like three flannel shirts and like that's it <laughs> And he has a Roland microcube, which is like a small battery-powered amp that you don't need any power. You just go. Right. Like the electric hummer. You just fucking take it. <laughs> and, uh, dude, he goes across the world and just plays like the same superstition riff or like E7 thing. And everyone's dancing mm-hmm. with him. And some of his videos have millions of views. Wow. Baby star, go, go up dancing too. Oh, it's <laughs>
0: him playing the same thing though. <laughs> And he's just busking
2: <laughs> across the street, just in in markets, and wow. it's wild, dude. Like on cobblestone awesome. roads in Italy.
0: Well, that's how so music beautiful. really connects people. That is really how it connects people. Wow. And there's there's yeah. certain sounds and, and feelings and certain songs that doesn't matter like what your like niche of music that you really like love is. I know. You're yeah. this is if you like music at all, you like this because this but, is just like like Canon indeed. D. Like, yeah, it's just like all there's certain cultures
2: use that at the wedding, like that's a little wild
0: there's certain musical expressions that just like feel so right to every like human that exists and like <laughs> certain beats too specifically rhythms mm-hmm. then you oh, then you man. can build a melody off that rhythm but like the rhythm itself is what's maybe connecting us whether we know it or not you, well, you know don't
2: listen to you that's not country
0: mm. Job, you, Job,
2: you get into reggae the reggae, reggae dude I is, no, honestly
0: I listen to country about 30% of the time yeah I'm less say. than that wow yeah. yeah i'm a lot of rock and roll and a lot of reggae oh so i like i like rock and roll <laughs> whoops i grew up on a lot of rock and roll but i also love all sorts of stuff man i love jazzy stuff i love listening to like
2: hmm.
0: crazy like uh y'all
2: ever listen to Afrobeat?
0: Afrobeat. Afrobeat man.
2: and afro harp you ever listen to afro harp is it crazy stuff yeah i'll put it in the intro of this episode
0: yeah, it's, yes. it's beautiful, dude. It's, that's it's
2: awesome. Beautiful, yeah. it's astounding. You yeah, like that stuff? Like, what, the f- what is, that? is that? Our phone,
0: dude. My phone literally never has any volume ever at any point, and then y'all were like, yeah, that's "Let's how turn goes. our phones on silent," and now it decides it wants to make noise. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> that's pretty scary. <laughs> I know. What the hell? It net, literally, you know. Every time you're like, I lose my phone, and he's like, "Should I call it?" And I'm like, it doesn't. It doesn't ring. <laughs> <laughs>
2: why would the phone not have the option to ring? i don't get that well, no i turned i turned
0: it, turn it off i don't want to hear it ringing maybe we yeah. brought it to
3: life dude
2: <laughs> no maybe,
3: all, maybe, maybe, we did, maybe
0: y'all life. like dude yeah the energy brought it to life dude here we are
2: energy's real It people pop their head the same in germany as they do in the mississippi real,
3: that's the real, real stuff the dude force is real so the so dude. Joey one dude
2: man here the story are. of star wars is the story of the hero yeah. And you leave home, and there's several steps to the hero's journey. Of which I'm a I'm a dumbass. I don't know them all off the top of my head, but the general idea is one of Hercules, Luke Skywalker, Job, and Ryan. And it's yeah. real. It's like yeah. so. You know you you have the you have the call to power, and you go and you attain, and you traverse chaos, and you you face hardship, and hardship becomes part of your resume, and you discover who you are, and you learn how to execute, and you learn how to bring it back home. Mm-hmm. And then you just keep on generating, and it's yeah. like, man, we're all on that same vibe. We're all on that same train. Yeah, yeah, it's a real thing. But the hero's journey, yeah, the force is real. Keep discovering, man. It is
0: real, dude. The force is real. The force <laughs> is real. And the music, man, I feel like, like, not to be cliche, uh-huh. the Eric Church quote, but he was dead ass right. Oh, I love Eric music Church. Music is sort of the thing that, yeah. if you, if we could just, like, get into whatever it is musically that is making us feel this rhythm of the earth and the rhythm of like our surrounding and however you have to whatever you have to listen to to perceive the earth the way that is right for you mm. music affects how you're perceiving it mm. and in a lot of ways whether you're a depressive person or a anxious person or whatever it is there's something out there some kind of feeling i guarantee you that will alleviate some of that stuff for you or at least help you understand it more or whatever it is
3: mm. or make it. So feel there's relatable. healing in it. Yeah.
0: And it there's sense. also that thing. That's the like more primal, like rhythmic to the earth. There's that. And then there's also the, maybe helping you understand your reality better or at least cope with it or whatever it is that you have to do. Mm. Yep. I agree, man. Can't say it any better.
2: Yeah. Very well said, my friend. Yeah. yeah it's
0: beautiful. I'm super high.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Blast off, baby!
2: That is the couch for it.
0: Three, two, <laughs> one. <laughs> Welcome to We're on the we're on the star couch. <laughs> Yeah,
3: We're in a galaxy right now, literally <clears throat> sitting on a couch with galaxies.
2: Man, the earth is moving at a 1,000 miles an hour. Isn't it nuts? Isn't that
0: nuts? <laughs> That's that is so nuts, dude. I hate, I hate here the see.
3: time change, honestly, but it's crazy to me that in a, in like 24, 48 hours that the sun can change when it goes down so much. It's getting dark at like 350 here. Well, no, <laughs> it's because it's
0: it, it really is. It's because like when you get to the the actual like middle of the thing yeah like june 21st i guess it's like the longest day and then december 21st is the shortest day when you get to those points that is like you know you're starting to like you've reached the edge of how far it's going to go that direction then it starts to tilt back the other way and you lose an hour of sunlight in that time alone so then from losing that hour over that i guess month and a half period or whatever and then you get the time change; you lose about two hours in about a two-month span. Mm, that's sun.
2: real. Yeah, it also depends how high up you are, your elevation.
0: Oh, absolutely, like dude! In Florida, man, when I was growing up, like we lost the sun way later. Florida we're down by the equator more. Here, I, I even noticed the different like pattern that the sun takes across the sky here in Tennessee compared mm. to Florida. The like angle. Yeah, that
3: the sun's taking. Speaking you. of suns, this, I've been just staring at this.
0: Yeah, that's so dope, man. Dude. That you
2: is all. Like that's an artist time. named Mario Panchetti. He's um, he's a uh, for everyone who can't see. He's more of like a collage approach to art, which I really love. The collage approach, really cool, really and, cool. Uh, yeah, full
3: flowers with Saturn above it and a rainbow and the
2: sun cactus. It's interesting. It doesn't get better, honestly. I love it. Saturn used to be my favorite planet, <laughs> yeah. and then uh. When we moved to Tennessee, we moved to a town called Spring Hill, Tennessee. Saturn was always my favorite. I
0: used to live there. That was my first move. You lived in Spring Hill? Uh Uh-huh.
2: Man, that's where they used to uh, manufacture Saturn.
0: No. uh, Yeah, yeah.
2: Saturn Parkway. Right. (laughs) Yeah, Saturn Parkway. Yeah, busted my ass on Saturn Parkway once. Oh yeah, trying to skateboard. That's when I oh. learned. <laughs> learned. It was the moment when I learned I did not want to be actually a good skateboarder because I wasn't <laughs> willing to eat ass like that.
0: Yeah. Just oh, it's cracked my teeth on the cement. Shit. That's just I stopped I skateboarding when I got credit carded so bad I was like pissing blood and I was like I'm good. I'm <laughs> good. I'm good, dude. Like this was fun. Well, at least I didn't stop skateboarding, but I stopped like trying to do tricks and nail sweet tricks that I, I like We're trying Wouldn't to pull off
2: you stop off. doing that though you're not doing it but, right? no like, but
0: dude I would go to the skate park like, it's just so big in Florida man like it's the skating thing mm-hmm. that like even when I wasn't like tried to be like good at it I still would ride my board up to the park and, like, skate around with, like, the kids I knew that were a little bit younger than me that had been, like, right. really grinding that, and killing it. And they were so real. good that just even getting to watch it was sick. It's real. So I'd go down there and just hang out with these dudes and, you know, yeah. bring a pack of smokes and a 32-ounce and a, and a beer and, like, sit on the top. Oh. I was, like, the only one that could buy alcohol. Of the bunch, they're yeah. all like 19. I'm like 21. Yeah, sitting there drinking like a like a big glass bottle, feeling like a cholo, watching kids skate. I yeah, definitely yeah. did that even after I was like done with trying to be good at it.
3: I still bring my skateboard. On the you road. know, I have a skateboard. I bring it. on the It's road. so fun, dude. I, I st- like I like cruising around or around. Yeah, because some, sometimes we're in the city where they actually have like nice places to bring like on ride the road, a Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, right, it's, right, something, right. it's something different. Right I only think about skateboarding When I'm doing it Same for golf I play golf And started playing that Like a year ago
2: mm. and I only think about golf When I'm playing that That's it Keeps you present yeah. Have you all seen Dogface 420 Uh uh Come on You all haven't seen that video what is that? Uh-uh. With the uh Man Okay I'm gonna do it This will be the millionth podcast I think it's been done on We'll see <laughs> It's the most legendary video There is It's
0: um Yes uh, it's him <laughs> I'm excited around. I'm yeah. excited
2: it's real, man. It's so it's, uh, here it is. Man, dog face, 208. Y'all don't know about this video with the cranberry juice and he's riding on the skateboard and and he's living his best life. Oh, wait, that's a different one. <laughs> is this it? No, nah, a different one. He's He's definitely figured out his vibe. And check it. Check this. Where is it at? P- yeah, pick up that telecaster. Dude,
3: man. where does this come from?
2: That's a Fender Custom Shop. Um oh, that was the one well I got to build with them.
0: Fuck. Whoa. Look at that neck. Yeah, is that a full rosewood?
2: That's a full rosewood neck. I'm not gonna be able to find it. Fuck oh. it. Is
0: it like, oh yeah, dude. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what oh, presentness yeah, yeah, feels
3: yeah.
2: like. I've seen this. Amazing song. Never yes. hits the one chord. Never goes to C. It's just four, five, four, five, F, G, the whole time.
0: Oh, that's pretty sweet. I know. It's
2: a, it's a weird loop. Grateful Dead music does that too. It's like, so does Willie Nelson and. Sure. Bob Wills. Well, I don't know if y'all ever listen to Bob Wills. That happens. Those saddles are made of um, fake elephant tusk. Great company called Tusk. They're awesome. Hmm. They never fade. If you look on the back, you'll see there's a Jerry Garcia sticker from 1974. <laughs> it's like. Oh, on it. That's it's so wild. sick,
3: so, so did you have it like, it was already
2: <coughs> like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nitro finish. So, like, just like cars. Like, they started changing what they put on top of of this, the products. Was it,
1: was
3: it
2: That's of- intentional. So you're okay. talking about the two colors on it. Mm. That top color is, was used on one guitar, Eric Clapton model. It's the same color as one of his BMWs. It's on same of that. How do you, feel about, these, the, uh, how do you
0: feel about green? these? How uh, do you feel about these? It's beautiful. Uh, the These, like, ba- these balanced... Like, where the bridge, like, sort of bounced two strings at a time. There's three of them. The
2: saddles. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm them
0: sorry. Them. Yeah, the saddle on here. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I like the. For a long time, I had a fender that had these six of them. The them. three saddles. And then I had. Then my buddy had one that had all six.
2: Right. Those sound better. And that's that one right there. If you want to hand me that one. Man, I, like
0: I had so much that problem with the balancing yeah, act thing, that you know? That's model. Look at that. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: That has the six on them. Yeah. This is so cool. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> we brought in the sound important yesterday. Everyone's like, well, that real one's been here. This was the first fake one <laughs> that they had in, which is
1: pretty cool. Yes.
3: I had
2: Brent on the podcast, too, and we got to compare these two guitars. and like.
3: Yeah, how much... Uh, I see Charlie feeling about it, you know?
2: It's wild. Yeah.
0: Oh, that thing's sweet, dude. Yeah. That's dope.
2: <laughs> it always works. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's awesome. Man, well, you just did a live stream These, the other night, yeah, right? We're really using nice. use your Strat for that. Though. Yeah, I use my Strat, yeah. And that orange amp? Yep. Yeah, that's a great tone. Yeah. I He played, you he played the same
3: amp and pedals and guitar. Because, yeah, something happened one night at Whiskey Jam, yeah. yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I'd like been at Chez before and things had gone wrong and I'd seen you just take off and I immediately was like, just took off and grabbed my shit without even thinking about it. I was like, yep, he's going to use this. <laughs> dude, <laughs> you know.
2: you were a kind man that night. I, that's when I, I was, I'm always <clears throat> happy to find people who have similar ego and lack of ego to me. And I was like, man, that is an egoless person. In some uh, way, who's gonna let him use a, a stranger use the guitar? It's yeah. very kind. Yeah. yeah, I think you're two half step down, right? Is that how oh, you say?
3: Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> no, I,
2: I've been singing, I've been playing music that way. Okay, it's well, great, man. Really,
3: really, it. yeah. it's kind of nice. Yeah. I
2: like that half step.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's like more sauce. Buddies are right. There's more it?
0: sauce, especially in songs that are like a little bit more grooved out, down tempo y Like, there's a lot of sauce in the way you Here's, deliver it.
2: I'm on that sauce kick. Like, I'm done trying to. I'll maintain my skill, but I'm not really focused on like getting much more like Olympian level. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that sauce right now.
3: The sauce. There's party. a lot of feeling in music, man. My like, gosh, dude.
2: It was. It was not some like uh. I don't know. I guess it might be a maturity thing. It's probably a life experience thing. Um, I don't know though. But the sauce, intri- like, man, I just discovered that uh, Johnny Cash unearthed. Have you all ever listened to that?
3: Uh-oh. No, not the
2: whole thing, man. No. It's insane. It really is like you see like everything like the same things we love in Stapleton like the same thing we love in Sturgill and, and Isbell and and then you go back a little and you're like the same thing that like we loved in like um, like Jamie Johnson,
1: mm-hmm.
2: two thousand three Johnny Cash Rick Rubin acoustic that's it and you're like that was kind of the source that was that this millennium's portal to like that same energy it's like sure it was the start of it all towards the end of his life. And it's him playing a Martin. He's been playing like, through all the phases of his life. Wow! And it's just this man who knows how to fucking use that instrument to command a meaning mm-hmm. in his voice, and he's using it. It's, it's insane. Oh. It makes you feel like a child. <laughs> this is like a seventy-plus-year-old man just like the, the laying the truth on the line. Like that's what he's leaning right. on. Right. It's beautiful, man. Wow. Y'all should fuck with it. Yeah. Kind exactly. of the same vibe. Uh, as to uh, the music that you're going to be, you're putting out um, <laughs> approach-wise, where it was just real simple studio process and not yeah. overthinking things and
3: yeah, trusting yourself. Yeah, a lot of shit was just first takes, and I was like, well,
2: that's
3: it. You know, Damn not overthinking personally. it,
2: man. Wow, that's yeah. insane. I can't do it. First take might scare me.
3: Well, well, like first good take. You know, I feel like it takes you like a, a take or two to like get your wheels built. but your first like good take, and then you, and then you're like, oh, I got it, but I think I can do it better. You know. I think those are where you start, like, losing You some lose of feeling, cool. for you know, sure. You lose that ego. feeling, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, I kind of just try to keep some of those, like, once you get your first good one, you're like, okay, <laughs> I can maybe do it better. I keep, I usually like that, that one right before that. <sighs>
2: there's character, there's so, a human element. There's character yeah. to it.
3: Yeah.
0: Vulnerability, too, man. I like it.
2: Oh, whoa. Yeah, so. To be human is to be vulnerable.
0: Yeah. Damn right. That's the, that's what people want, too. Yeah. That is I feel like people really do be. want the authenticity. They want to be able to feel like they like have some sort of ultimately human connection with you. Right. Being a human and experiencing, you know, in some way, their same kind of experience that they're experiencing. Mm. Like, oh, this person might be like recognized, but they're still like, uh, they're still a human who just is having the same kind of problems I'm having. So, you know, maybe gives you, maybe make them want to put more stock in the things you say
2: Mm.
0: and like hear you, hear you out more when you, Say things. and Truth stuff, wins,
2: you know? man. Truth really does. If right. You're being truthful. You're trying to, like that. May that's a part of your mission statement. Like to sit down with Brian and Joe. Like I'm, I'm going to tell myself, like I'm going to be as honest as I can. In everything I say and be as real and and how I pay attention and react. It's like I feel like you're going to like render more things out of life. It's like sifting for gold. So like, right. you're going to get more gold if if you sift in that fashion.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: I don't know. Might. Truth might bring you to the right spot that you wouldn't have thought of before if your mind was on something else.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: It's like, it really is that. It's yeah. wild, man. You guys are doing that. Really inspiring, man. I love what y'all do. I thought it art, man. It's beautiful. Is okay. your EP out? Is it out right now or is it not coming out? Uh, It's not out yet. When's it coming? Uh, I can't say,
3: say exactly. It might oh, it might be out before uh, this comes out. I don't know exactly when that comes out. When
2: should this come out? I'll put it out right before. It's another way to sneak you uh, into that yeah, question, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You blame me, I'm uh. just
3: uh I'm just cold turkey dropping now, so,
2: yeah. Oh, so you're doing that Thanksgiving drop?
3: No, I'm just the like, I'm turkey. just like doing, I'm not, nobody knows that it's coming out,
0: really. Damn, that's cool. So, yeah.
2: I feel like that's like, now's the time for that, too. Yeah,
0: so I'm just, you know. Cool. Right in the moment. Here <laughs> Might go. be like, you know, yeah. today or
3: something. <laughs> it might be like today, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: might be tonight.
3: Are y'all fucking, good? Is, it, is it coming out tonight? <laughs> damn it's very possible man
0: <laughs> it's very possible <laughs> it's also very possible not not you can swing both ways man dude i'm excited to hear your fucking fully produced ep hit people cuz i man i know what it, what it's going to do it i already can like see i can already see, see the writing that? on the wall and I just want to see that so bad. And I, I love this thing as like a jump off as a like, hey, we're getting back on the releasing music. We're coming back at you. Here's a teaser. We're about to give you a little one, yeah, two. Yeah, that's where I'm quick, at right with, now. Like, yeah, I know, totally see it. And, it, and, yeah. it, and, it, and, it,
3: and it's also songs maybe I wouldn't put on this Southern rock.
0: Totally. Totally not.
3: May not, may not have come to life for years to come. Had possibly. he not just, had
0: just not Doom in the house, right? That's my favorite part about it is a song choice because yeah. it's definitely st-
3: definitely st- a lot of thought in song choice mm-hmm. um, for this I, I had there were many times where I had songs that I was going to put on this EP and they got replaced with other songs last I have night.
0: so many songs so. that people tell me they want me to record and they want to hear recorded that I cannot justify putting that kind of money into <sighs> putting those songs on the record when I know that I have
2: like a TikTok video, this
0: then. song and this song that like are probably like i don't want the whole project to be sad right like people love some of my sad stuff right yeah. so i can't go out of a, like an eight song project and cut six super sad songs but so many people want so many of those songs recorded they're like telling me like oh when are you gonna do this when are you gonna do that then like, man something like what he just did with his thing in the house
1: yeah that's you can
0: pretty much go and do that exactly it never. almost gives you license to do that mm-hmm. and maybe those songs would have never made like your record record that Might you're paying have. a bunch of money to produce man I
2: think consumers definitely have the the, the uh, threshold now and myself being a consumer you know like to consume and listen to things knowing that it's not an official thing right I feel like podcasts are a huge part of that psyche like some people do podcasts twice a day mhm Every day, six days a week. It's like, whoa. So, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like listeners now understand. It's like, oh, no, this is just some shit Joe was doing at his house. And it's like, he's doing this. And it, it, it's still a real statement, but it's not as formal as like the playthrough, a collection of songs that we
3: yeah, uh, that like, we were
2: listening to the other day and here, yeah. drinking like sweet tea, smoking weed. And just he's like, can I pop this on right quick? And it sends me a Dropbox thing, just blows this room up. <laughs> sounds it's awesome it? man
3: i can't wait, wait two but
2: different yeah. things though it is man. it's like country music fans like dude myself it's like we like raw stuff then you love like the full produced thing it's like, yeah. it's like blackberry smoke like tours like they do acoustic tours in the winter and do it every year they don't have over a decade mm-hmm. then they just tour the rest of the year full band
3: man I, like, I think yeah keep like, trying to hold yourself yeah. to one sound can, can you know uh restrict you like creatively i think mm-hmm. Like, there are definitely different sides mm-hmm. of
1: me mm-hmm. oh, that, are,
3: that are true to me, you know? And I, I want to express all those, you know? I learned mm-hmm. to do that, I think, from just watching John Mayer do his thing. John Mayer
2: is the man. Yeah.
3: So he just, like, is always He's trying tall. to recreate himself, I feel like, and just do what is inspiring him in the moment, you know? I feel
2: like he kind of started so, for, like, especially, like, a, a, of course, a lot of guitar players, like, um, he just has the best identity out of anyone, like, mm-hmm. in, in, you know, 20 years. Yeah. Uh, just how to how to express yourself in a way that's artistic while also consumable. You yeah. know, just beautiful. Mm-hmm. No one's yeah. really done it better.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Consistently, too. Consistently, yeah. You see that consistency really matters. You and the then
0: simultaneously music. been like one of the best guitarists I've ever seen oh, play guitar.
2: Home,
3: oh my it's God.
0: crazy. Like that those are two things that are also very rare to see together. Somebody who is right. a fabulous writer, and artist in their own right, and then also Really like playing their balls off on guitar, which I feel like you do very well, <laughs> and that's I, you know, I mean, that's a huge thing. I tell that to Ben Chapman, Ben Chapman's on I tell player. that to people that I when, love, ben. like when they're yeah. younger, like Ben's a little younger, so I he's like, you were 22? Yeah, 22, yeah. So he's only been here like a year and a half, two, maybe mm, years yeah. now. So, like, early on with him, I'm like, dog. That's going to be I mean he knew that because he 's a great player, but like dude, that is something that sets you apart like you you maybe move here and think like damn i 'm probably just one of like a hundred million guys that does this not really dog yeah. <laughs> not really No, well, that's no. Thing to play yeah. like that and be
3: able
2: to write and, and he's really and, and,
3: he's really honed in on his songwriting since he's been here and I think his own brand as well
0: and you have, have a brand and really have an identity well. those are really what do
2: you mean coming. by brand I always wonder what people mean by that
0: I think what you said about identity that's the same yeah, thing Yeah, yeah. getting at identity. the same thing yeah. having like a, a Nikki always says you could dress as this person for Halloween mm. that's pretty who cool who says
3: that that's great uh uh Ray's reality,
0: Nikki T. He's
3: actually my yeah. roommate.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. Nick reality. Tressler. Yeah,
0: he, yeah, he says. Nick he always Tressler. says, uh, like, yeah, man, like. Yep. You know this person; they got like this thing. Like you could be them for Halloween. That, that I think yeah. that maybe that's in a some iconic, sense branding, yeah, an iconic
3: look or yeah. Like, no, a, that's
2: what and maybe an iconic
3: attitude. Yeah, Eric Church has both of those. I think. Oh, Eric Church is and look, the
0: boss, know, so. right? And, right. You know,
3: Chris Stapleton as well—an iconic look and attitude. You know, like not intentionally It like, doesn't need to be a thing. Yeah, like,
0: no, 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 no. It, it, it just be being They don't make Stapleton wear a uniform like they do with some artists. Like he kind of like wears. Probably like he wears that same hat, he but same he'll like thing. wear whatever he wants. Like, I mean, we all have stuff. our everyday
3: clothes and our like go out clothes. You know, like everybody's, you know, kind of course. Kinda like that. I think. You know? Sure, sure. But I think I think you know those guys are able to be themselves, which is like what I try to do, and a lot of other people try to do, and you know,
2: it's that human element, man.
0: Yeah,
3: it really is. But it's it's a vulnerable thing to try and really be yourself because you have to kind of. Yet like to that.
0: be, a, you better be able to accept that. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, and yeah. a
0: lot of people have a hard time. That's part of growing up. I think it's big part of your twenties is like learning to accept, like th- these realities about yourself and mm-hmm. about life and being you. Oh, you know, God. right? And people who fail to learn that in their twenties and they're having to learn that in their thirties and forties that causes a lot of problems in their life.
2: No way do you stop learning it though. You but you don't, no, you of,
0: don't. But like, you're yeah. starting to become aware of it and understand that you have to live with yourself.
2: I think sports and, and having friction early on in life helps you because sure. you see that, man, there are some things I'm good at and some things I'm really bad at. You have no choice but to yeah. accept those limitations. Totally. So I, to, I want to circle and mm-hmm. wrap this up with, which is like, man, it's is not so much a big part of finding success, like, about recognizing your your weaknesses and just like leaning in on the things that you're good at
3: yeah that's beautiful yeah i mean learning to say yes is, is a really good thing and learning oh. to say no is also mm. you know a really
2: good thing as well well you
3: know yeah man different on. points in life i feel like
2: to reject so. the idea that we can't put out music and that we can't interact with with people like uh, during COVID, was like uh you know several of my friends like did that went off social media and like Went off, like, making music and writing music. And, like, that actually, that's cool. That, you know, but really, like, the thing to do is to, like, reject when people say, like, no, you can't do this. And, and try to find good ways around it. Mm-hmm. So kudos mm-hmm. to you, my friend, for doing that. Yeah. 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 Okay. So when's that shit dropping? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: I can't hear it, man. Dude, it could be
3: tonight. It could be uh, in a week or two. I don't know. I honestly don't know. That's amazing. And I honestly am not going to tell you.
2: thank y'all so much for listening to episode 37 of the lost highway podcast Uh, a song that my dad recently turned me on to was young at heart i believe is a, a, a frank Sinatra song that might not even be the title of the song but the idea is to just have a sense of humor not take all the shit so seriously so if you're living in a in a bubble in which that there's a lot of people who are trying to achieve the same thing that you're trying to achieve uh, like a lot of my friends here in Nashville are. Um, I just remind you all that the internal world matters first. and Don't take all this so seriously. Set quantitative goals that are based in real parameters so you're participating with reality. But then also stay young. And make sure to schedule out time that, that, to, to, to um, not engage in tasks that are only work-based. Uh, that's why I love conversations like this with my friends, Ryan and Job and, and others, is we can just talk about life, talk about Halo, talk about country music, and, and just joy time as it passes. The earth is moving over a thousand miles an hour through this, through this ever-expanding universe, and it's infinitely complex. Um, the music we're listening to today is the Fox on the Run, one of the best bluegrass songs ever written by the Country Gentleman. We listen to Job's uh, song, Georgia, one of my favorite songs of his. And then Good Loving by the Grateful Dead sometime in 1980, I think in like Providence, Rhode Island make sure to follow on spotify make sure to subscribe on apple Podcasts, and then also here check this out are you ready join us on patreon i post relaxing ambient music every weekday to start off your day right i have messages that of me reflecting trying to stay positive and telling y'all what i'm up to and then also you can support this podcast directly so we don't have to really talk about a lot of ads during this time Uh, thank y'all so much make sure to stay patient stay persistent Stay positive. Remind yourself every day of that. And stay cosmic. Catch y'all next time.